Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, not much. How are you doing, guys? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so yeah, I was listening to a little bit of what you guys were saying tonight. Uh, I work nights and uh, cleaning, so I check you guys out whenever I can. And I definitely agree with what you're saying. I think there's a lot of psyop stuff going on in society and every facet of life. I think it's been going on for quite a while, and I think it's it's to the point where it's getting beyond real at this point where people uh need to wake up a little bit more so shows like you guys run and other guys do are are just i don't know very very good for people like us in our situations because man sometimes you think you're just out of your mind thinking about this shit you know oh, but uh i 100 i 100 agree and like me and steve talk about it all the time like you something will happen in our lives and you just you literally in like we get to do it to each other, but you're like, this isn't real. Like how, how is this even a fucking thing right now? How? Oh, yeah, I agree. It's so you know? crazy, man. Oh, dude. But you know, um, not to like jump off the subject completely, but I know you guys are always like researching tons of stuff and, and possibly looking for uh, future topics to talk about. And one thing I, that I wanted to mention that maybe you guys could look into it. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it is a place called, loring air force base it's in limestone maine northern maine that's where i'm from originally now it was a it's a sack base originally it's decommissioned now and and closed down but you know it was on unsolved mysteries and everything for like uh you know a ufo they had it on radar they put jets up they couldn't find it and um i kind of lived up in that area not far from there and went to school close to it and there was a lot of weird reports from like uh my buddy's parents, they would go backwoods skiing and stuff, and they would hear like these weird uh, monkey sounds and all kinds of things and see weird tracks in the woods outside of the base. And I heard rumors that they had been doing a lot of like weird experimenting on animals and shit up there. And it's a very, very, very odd place. I mean, there's like tons of Nike sites and stuff up there. Like I don't, people don't hear of Loring, but Loring was originally probably the biggest sack base on earth when it was first built. It was the first target on Russia's uh, missile launches during the Cold War. I mean, it was a big deal and it was like massive, but there's tons of conspiracies and weird uh, stuff up there. Some of it's obvious and out in the open. They had multiple like nuclear warhead leaks and, you know, there's uh, literally late neighborhoods with just streets and signs, but no houses and stuff because it all got like taken down. There's buildings that are like concreted three stories high because of like contamination and stuff and i see i went to the the last fish show they did up there and i I won't take much more of your time i'll just let it go with this but the last fish show i was at up there i think it was in the early 2000s it was the it it show or whatever but i was working security up there and we were up there for like a week before the show started and they had all these weird roads around the base, like completely blocked off with concrete barriers. They had tons of like signs up saying there were ground nesting birds and stuff all over the place. And of course I was going to school up there. So I asked the biology teacher about it and she's like, geez, I don't really know of any ground nesting birds up in that, that area. She's like, there are some, but she's like, not really up around there. It was right off the runway and shit. So me and my buddy went down in on that road and drove in and this is a road wide enough for maybe like a humvee and there was not a leaf there wasn't a stick there wasn't a piece of debris on this road like anywhere and we drove up in it as far as we could and 
it was blocked off and my buddy's like, man, I don't want to go up in any further and get in any trouble or anything. So there's like lots of weird things. Uh, I know tons of hunters that have seen like in the middle of winter in Northern Maine. And this was like in the eighties, they would walk in the woods, you know, it's five, six feet of snow sometimes on the ground and stuff in certain areas, late season hunting. And, uh, they would see completely melted areas where it's like, you know, it's not like a bog or a swamp or anything, but just like, and they'd feel the heat coming up from, so I think honest to God, man, and I don't know, it'd be something to look into. I think Loring air force base was one of the maybe first original dumps, honestly, you know, deep uh, underground military base. Yeah. I, there is some odd shit that happened up there and i th- i think there's more than meets the eye there so just be something to look into guys you know oh, yeah sure uh, like i said it's l-o-r-i-n-g and oh, it, it, in. yeah check it out dude because like i said it was even on unsolved mysteries the ufo thing because like it was on the radar and what they were picking up was like a mile wide or something in the sky and they sent up multiple jets and and couldn't find anything and it happened a few times and i, and I looked up the general who was in charge there and whatnot his son's still alive and lives in florida so i don't know who knows maybe you could contact him get more of the story or something but i don't know but it's that's something to look into guys because it's it's kind of a sleeper that it's uh and it got shut down in the early 90s and it's just there's a weird kind of dark history a lot of guys committed suicide up there when it shut down of course and so yeah it's something to look into maybe check it out you might be able to squeeze an episode out of it if not at least watch the unsolved mystery shit about it so for sure for sure. Yeah. But anyway, I won't tie up any more of your line. And I just appreciate what you guys do. And like I said, I clean at night and just know that you guys ain't alone. There's tons of guys like you out here. I'm one of them. So appreciate that a lot. Nice. Cool. All right, guys. Hey, much love. You yeah, too. Stay safe out there, brother. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Peace. I'm definitely going to have to dig into that. Oh, it yeah. sounded familiar. <laughs> When he said it, like after oh, I we got another one, hold that thought. Crazy. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo, what's up? How's it going? Good. How are Good. you? Not too bad, man. First time calling in, uh, listening to a lot of you guys loving it. Just figured I'd share some, some cool experiences I had with yeah. the group. <clears throat> Let's go. Oh. All right. So, uh, I'm a Christian and I've traveled all over the world doing missions work. Um, I did a lot of uh, missions work in South America, Brazil mainly. Um, I just got to say, I love y'all's podcast because so many people that is here in America, because so many people here are just blind to the spiritual. And when you go overseas, you see all kinds of stuff, right? Um, So just, uh, I was like a teenager. I did this in high school. a lot and so my dad was a missions coordinator and we went to uberlandia in brazil which is their southernmost state and um we got down there and we would build a church building in 10 days um we'd hire you know uh local guys they'd come in we'd build it and you know put it on for the community and then uh you know the church people would come in and you know that's where they would do their their deal well the village witch doctor uh, was not super happy that we were coming in there. Um, and so we had just finished, it was like day three. We had the walls up and we were building the rafter or the trusses. Um, and this lady came over across the street from where we were working. <clears throat> she had a basket 
and some other stuff in it, some candles and whatnot. And she proceeded to pull a chicken out of this thing and sacrifice this chicken, draw some stuff in the dirt, threw, you know, some candles down and whatnot. And mind you, this is Southern Brazil, bright, hot, sunny day. She finished up her deal. We were like, oh man, that was weird. I'm talking in less than 15 minutes, this storm rolled up on us. Unbelievably. I, I can't even describe to you. It was blacker than night. The uh, the walls were get the wind was blowing so hard it started hailing. I, they had told us that they had never seen hail in that state before. Um, and the guy that we were with, the head missionary, he was like, we were like rushing around, didn't know what to do. We were like getting, you know, poles to like hold the walls up because you know it was like about to blow them down. He's like, guys, we need to pray right now. There was flash floods up to our ankles, and like we just all got together, we prayed, and dude, I'm talking like before the prayer was finished, the rain had stopped. And like within like minutes, it was gone. It was, it was the wildest thing I'd ever seen. Oh man. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, and so, well, I take that back. That's not the wildest thing I've seen. That was like the most, like, I felt like I was a part of it. I got goosebumps. Like if you can see me right now, you know, telling the story just cause like, you know, you, you have, there, you know, the spirit, spiritual realm is real. And like, you know, there, you know, we have power and I'm not trying to preach to you guys. So, uh, or, you know, whatever, but you know, like, you know, there's a reason why people say the name of Jesus stops ailing attacks and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. But anyways, I digress. The other cool thing or crazy thing I was going to share was, um, the first year that I went, I went with my uh, best friend, Chris, and, um, they have like, okay, so Brazil, uh, I hope there's not people that are going to like check me on this, but like from what I've gathered is that, you know, there was the indigenous population, there was the Portuguese, and then there was like African slaves. And over the years that has just become a melting pot um, down there, but also it's become a melting pot of their spiritual practices. So like, you'll see like literal, like um, baby Jesus is with mother Mary, except the baby Jesus is black and has horns and they're selling them like on the street corner. I, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, they had the, all these festivals down there and we didn't know this. And so my best friend, Chris, he was like, some of the other teens, he's like, yo, let's go to the festival. They had told us not to go, uh, very far, um, because it was getting close to night. And so we were like, oh, we're going to go check out the shops and stuff. So it was like a street vendor place. So we're walking through there and it got dark. We're checking things out. And there was a lot of music coming from the center of this deal. Um, and so we went over there and, when we got to where we could see, there was these guys all in white robes, and they were chanting and they were dancing, and these guys started jumping, flat-footed. Like, I mean, I've seen it in, like, National Geographic, like, in Africa, where these guys, like, jump real tall, like, over in villages. These guys were jumping, like, 10, 12 feet in the air. Like, I'm six foot five. They were jumping twice as tall as I am. And we were like, what, what? the heck is going on right now we freaked out we started we got lost my dad then like the missionary and everybody had to come finally got our butts chewed anyways <laughs> well i don't know what that, that i don't know what the heck that was but that was it was insane man. <laughs> i'm just first first off from the first story as our friend twiz in the chat said whoever that woman was chopping up the chicken Somebody you don't want to mess with. Yeah. 
first and foremost. <laughs> that's some, uh, yeah, that's some heavy spirituality, heavy, heavy magic going on there. Uh, yeah. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like the second one, man, there is no way that those guys could do that. Like they were, they were, they were possessed like thousand percent, thousand percent. I couldn't like, even imagine. Humanly, humans cannot do that. I couldn't even imagine. That's pretty high. That's a pretty high jump. Yeah. 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 It's impressive. <laughs> I mean, especially if, if their feet is hitting like the 12 foot mark. Yeah, dude. I mean, they were, they were up there. I mean, it was just, it I was, I don't know. I just don't know that like, I would know what to do if I saw that. I would be so confused. Now, those were two separate trips. The 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 one with the chicken lady, uh, that was the that was uh I think my third or fourth time down there, but like the, the other one with the jumping, that was the first time. I was I think fifteen and uh yeah. <laughs> They're like, Yeah, you guys can go walk around the square, but don't don't stay out, you know, past dark time or you know, get back before and we just didn't listen and should have listened. <laughs> <laughs> got a cool story out of it though so you know that's, that's... yeah <laughs> i don't know what i'd do anyway. either. <laughs> i don't that's want to take up all you guys this time thanks for uh letting me call in man well, thanks for calling in all right you guys be cool yeah thanks. stay safe brother all right stay here bye yeah i'm not trying to have people jumping 30 feet over top of me bro i ain't trying to have people chicken curse me that's true. <laughs> that's that's us. I am not trying to have that happen. No. no. <sighs> I mean what the timing is just pure insanity. Yeah. Like no matter you can you can try to dismiss it all you want, but the timing is pure insanity. And it's on the, that like... whole thing, on the whole his whole story there with the chicken. The fact that she does that and then gnar ass storm rolls in, they start praying and it stops. It's almost it's like fucking weird. A battle of magic as opposed to a battle of spirituality or hand in hand with a battle of spirituality. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Like that's, that's weird. I do want to hear more stories about that shit though. Like it would yeah. be, I was just legit thinking that. to have someone like, it's it's one of those things too. It's like a it's like a touchy field because you're like, I want to learn more about this, but I also don't want to piss the person off that we're talking to who's very proficient in voodoo or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, hang on. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, man. I can't believe you actually answered. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, I'm a long time listener. Love you guys. Uh, I think y'all, y'all kill it better than Tony, uh, Tony Merkel sometimes, man. Well, much uh, love. Damn. <laughs> uh, straight up love you guys. Uh, no, nah, but so, uh, oh, man, sorry, I'm nervous. No, you're good. You're, <laughs> you're good, good, man. Uh, just hanging so, out. Uh, Steve, do you work for Coke? No. No, I'm, you know, I, I thought you did. I'm sorry. Uh, I make metallurgical well, coke. 
Oh, okay. And, <laughs> and I, I used to work for Pepsi. Coca-Cola. Yeah, I used to work okay, for Okay, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. I used Kyle to work for Pepsi as well. I'm and sorry. they used to force, like, you know, they used to force us to work and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. Anyways, so I, I used confirm. to work for Pepsi as well. <laughs> I used to work for Pepsi as well. I hated it. At this time, like, uh, I was getting forced over, like, you know, 12-hour days, uh, like, seven days a week. It sucked. And get, like, one day off in a whole month. Um, so, like, at this time, I was getting, like, really depressed. And uh, I was dealing with so much going on. And uh, there was one night where I just got home and I was just worn out. And uh, I woke up around in the middle of the night and I look at my bottom of my feet and I see like what it looked like was like, uh, you know, the thing from Lord of the Rings, that little, uh, what is it? That golem thing? What is it, golem? Yeah, yeah. Is that my precious guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It looked like him at the bottom of my feet. Nope. Fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> so, it was just the craziest shit ever. And I told many people this story. Nobody really believes me because it's just so crazy. So what had happened was, so its body is uh facing like the, my opposite end of my wall. Like if I was to look up, I'd see the same wall, and then its head. Like it turns like a 180 and then its head's looking at me while its body's looking straight forward at the wall. And it's kind of like an owl because the owl can turn their head like, you know, 360 or whatever. Oh, that's creepy. Um, So it's in there staring at me. And then like, I don't know how long this was, but it was so long. And I was just like, like I can feel myself like, you know, just like trembling. And uh, so what happened was, I see the body go forward and the head, like it was still staring at me. So the body goes forward and the head goes backwards and it goes like down and I can hear it underneath my bed, like rumbling around and then like, like bumping around and stuff and like basically shaking the bed too. And uh, so I'm laying there and I feel it like, because you know, when you feel someone beside you, but you know, you may not see it, but you can feel it. Yeah. So I feel it come up beside me, and all I hear is like a little growl, like a, and like I jumped up, like <laughs> I didn't even sleep upstairs. That like for like a whole week, I ended up sleeping downstairs. I couldn't sleep in my room. I was scared. <laughs> Dude, Bro, I don't know like... that I would ever go back in that fucking room. <laughs> It was so hard for me after, but like that wasn't even the first time that, that like, or the last time that's happened to me, you know, in that room. And you know, ever since I moved, because that was my, I used to live with my mom at that time. So ever since I moved, it was just like, man, I haven't had that in a while. So you saw little Gollum dude more than once. <clears throat> so uh, it wasn't just like I had seen like stuff in the corner of my room. That looked like him. Yeah. But uh, other than that, like, you know, I've had, like, it was weird. Like, I've had, like, when I had sleep paralysis before. So I grabbed my phone, like, like in the middle of night, because I had no, it's a condominium and it's in Texas, middle of nowhere, getting no damn service inside of it. Uh, so I had, had to put my phone by my window to, you know, even talk to my, uh, my now wife. So, I get up because it's like the middle of the night. We fell asleep on the phone. I go and get my phone out the window 
and I plug it up to the charger. And as soon as I lay down, I can't move. And then like most creepiest crap ever. Then I hear like something rustling around like in the corner. And then it sounds like it's blowing a balloon. And then it starts laughing. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how. Like I said, I don't know how you went back in the room. I would be, I would be fucking terrified. Like that's that's worse than what I saw when I was little. Yeah. And well, I, it was I, like a. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, it, really, the room was like a little loft, and then uh, from the downstairs, my brothers have told me like many times that when I was at work, they can hear like the covers moving and like something like on the bed. Bro, that's so weird. No. No, no, no. Like everybody had, including me, I have a terrible fear of something at the foot of the bed messing with my damn feet. Not mm-hmm. cool. Absolutely no. And then I would be, you know, you know how pissed I would be. And this is no offense that my family is sitting there going, hey, we can hear it in your room. We're not going to do nothing. Yeah. They they wouldn't know what it was. Yeah, it's the most like those times were the scariest times of my life. But I think it was because working at Pepsi and having to work so much and being so depressed. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It was just like you bring that negative energy and it follows you. Hundred percent, man. And And then there's there's things that see that what that negative energy you're pushing off, and they feed on it. They'll just latch on to you. I'm fully in that camp. Like, I never got so depressed before. Like, you know, I went in to even start using medication. And, you know, I had to stop using it because it just made it worse at the beginning. And I just like, man, I'm I'm having too much thoughts. Like, I got to stop. Dude, me and Kyle both put in about 10 years. And I feel for you, man. That job is soul-sucking. Unappreciative. People do not understand. It's literally one only, of the worst jobs I've ever had in my yeah, life. Yeah, I'd never go back. Me either. Horrible, yeah, I know. And I was only, uh, like, I think I started when I was 19 years old. And, like, I quit, like, when I was 20. Like, oh, I was done. Do not. I'm only 22 me. now, but I'm never going back. Amen, dude. And I'm, dude. And I'm fully in that camp that some of these, some of these entities feed, just feed off of us when we are at our lows. Yeah, they see us as exactly. just prime target. We're vulnerable. We're down. Time to move in. Time to yep. move in. And but then just, they get, just increase the depression tenfold. Yeah, exactly. But even when you get to like your highest of highs, like, and you feel like you know, hey, I'm good. There's always going to be that one little thing that's going to try to bring you down and try to, you know, have you back to where you were, and it, yep. it sucks. Yep. Well, yeah, like, bro, it's hard, man. Like Kyle like, said, it is a it's it's constant. It's a constant oh, yeah. struggle, constant fight. Those dark passengers that are inside your mind, they're relentless, relentless, yeah. man. And it's it's hard. It's so hard to to keep your head on and keep soldiering on. You know, me and Steve feel we feel for you, brother. And I'm glad that a lot of the phrasing you're using is was and like you you've since moved forward in life where you've hopefully you're in a better place and fuck fuck Pepsi. 
<laughs> like just stay the fuck yeah. away from that place, man. That that <laughs> shit sucks. Yeah, I'm never going back to my mom's. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel that's, that, man. That's I was getting yeah, goosebumps but... when he was describing the the creature. It's so Oh dude, terrifying. It's, yeah, it's... and then right after that, like then I watched that uh the seventh kind or sixth kind, what is it called? It's like a alien movie that oh, happens yeah. in Alaska. Fourth kind. I watched fourth that. Kind. Yeah. yeah, and they all report like the seeing the owl, and that's exactly what like kind of saw on my what, feet. That's what I thought too. Oh, I thought it whenever you said you put your phone down, then lay down, then all of a sudden you couldn't move. I'm like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that one. It was so strange, and like everyone's always told me, no, it's not super houses, like because you don't just you know lay down and you can't move. Like you know, you wake up and you can't move. But I don't know. For me, that night it was just so different. Man, I feel for you, but I would I wouldn't want to be in that situation. Like I said, I'm I'm super thankful that it seems like you've moved moved far like forward, and just man, this is a, another great opportunity to express it to everybody. Like mental health is serious, you know, depression is serious. Don't ever be afraid to reach out for help, you know, yeah. because we all like we all need it. Everybody needs it once in a while. Yeah, and it is and then, serious. Yeah, those who can, you know, I'd started, you know, I just started putting my faith in God. You know, if I can't, you know, help myself, I know he can. So Good. I just, you know, I started putting my faith there and uh, I wasn't, you know, always the strongest, you know, believer. But, you know, uh, I'll tell you all this. All right. And this is my last story. I'll have to call you all back and tell you about my <laughs> story. Right on, brother. <laughs> uh, I had a car accident uh, last August. and. Uh, Whenever I hit the other car, like, it's like everything went in slow motion. And I saw, like, an arm, like, my car, like, lit up. And I saw an arm go over my chest and pull me back to my seat when I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Uh, I'll send y'all pictures uh, to I was email. But, yeah, my arm went, I was going out the windshield. My arm was already going out the windshield. I was going out. But, you know, I truly believe that, you know, God saved me that day. <sighs> Bro, I have Holy like shit. Oh. Yeah. And I, I haven't even told you I'm on my drug dealer grandpa's house or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. Bro, I, I, I would one hundred percent say that if you was legitimately going out that window and you saw something drag you back to that seat, you somebody somewhere saved you that day. Yeah, exactly. That is nuts. Like I can yeah, I can never like, you know, or, like it just it shocked me and it shocked everybody else about what happened. And uh, yeah, but yeah, guys, I don't know. I guess we gotta. I guess I gotta, you know, call y'all and set something up because hell yeah, I, I got way more. <laughs> Let's go! Absolutely, yeah. dude. Get at us, seriously. Get at us. All right. Yeah, I'll for sure do that because. Yeah, I grew up in an uh, old stash house, so, yeah. <laughs> Golly, I man. Bet, I bet there are some stories there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. And everyone in the house has seen something. But, yeah, I'll for sure. I'll, uh, yeah, we'll schedule something. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Back at all time. Yeah, we'll do something. For sure. But 100%, I uh, appreciate you guys for taking my call. And then, uh, yeah, I'll for sure hit y'all up again. 
uh, love the podcast, love what y'all do, and yeah, keep the good work. Hell yeah, much love, brother. Yeah, stay safe out there. All right, y'all guys have a good night. You too. You too. Bye. Bye. I felt that I'm gonna take a minute for that. So, any more calls? Hang on a second. In my soul, when he said, "I work for for Pepsi," and I was the most depressed I ever was. Big fucking hundred percent. I can't even stress it. Like, like the job I work now, probably gonna kill me. Just just the way it is. Likewise, and I would do it a hundred times over. Before I go back and work for Pepsi. I couldn't agree more. If Pepsi called us right now and said, hey, we'll sponsor you, I'd say, no, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, that's what I'd say. That's 100% what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I, I was literally getting ready to say that. Like, we were taking a giant piss. Hey, Hollow Colt. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, Regular leather boots, they they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair. Of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. On the possibility of a Pepsi sponsor at any time in our lives. And That's I'm okay with that. Because 100% suck. okay with that. They are the worst. The fucking worst. Absolute worst. Now, I, I don't know Absolute. anybody that works for Pepsi that has uh, good mental health. Oh, no. At all. At all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. But the it's weird, weird timing, right? That he talks about the golem creature. Because on my way into work, I always you used to listen. Golem. I wish, but I didn't. I always listen to my YouTube channels, right? So I was listening to Beyond Creepy. Go check them out. Excellent channel. Talks about weird humanoid encounters. Today's that he released for Halloween. What they talk about? An imp sighting which kind of falls exactly into the golem realm. Yeah. So much like it. This woman saw it out her front porch. She thought it was a kid, but they had an electric fence to keep their animals in. And the kid was getting, the kid was getting close to the electric fence. 
So she went out on the porch to tell him, hey, that fence is hot. Be careful. Well, when she went out there, she said it was about the size of probably a four or five year old kid, had pointed ears, had a tail. And there was a craft hovering above it. No, no. Yes. She was watching it. The craft let its little shoot down and it walked up in and took off. Uh, Her son got home from school. She immediately tells him and him being the OG runs out there, runs out to check it out, finds an indention in the grass where the craft was. She said it was about 10 foot in diameter. It was about five foot deep and it had a ring of uh, windows around it. So he goes out there, finds the indention also finds weird three-toed tracks that they take pictures of, right? They got photo evidence. They call the police and the local Air Force base to turn it over. They take the evidence, and they never get the evidence back. Of course. Why not? I thought it was weird that I listened to the imp encounter this morning, and we have something similar. It is weird. It is weird. It's very strange. Very strange, oh, man. I I don't I don't know how it handles seeing that thing in my room. I don't think it would be very cool. No, no, at all. And it's if it looks like golem, it's probably up to some nefarious shit, right? And it's down there by your feet, so even not better at all. I was gonna say gooder, but <laughs> we'll allow it. Okay, gooder. cool. Uh, I, I did like see uh, Flavors of the Forest in here. We uh, got the garlic seasoning this weekend. I pick up my mail on Saturdays. Noise. And it did come in. So thank you. Noise. Excited to hit that hey, Bigfoot. Whoever's calling, hang on a second. Hang on Everybody one second. Go check out our friends at Flavors of the Forest. Making some of that good, good. Yeah, for sure. But also, once again, everybody, if you're having mental health problems, get a hold of somebody. Take care of yourselves. It's it's a hard fight out there, but it is super, I don't know what word to use. I'm just going to use humbling to know that, like, legitimately, we're all, like, fighting in this fight. fight together. Like, it is... It's it's really bizarre. Like to see it in the chat too. All these people saying, "I work for uh, Pepsi," or "I know somebody who has," and then there's a whole long chain of it, and they all kind of feel the same way. And dude, I'll straight up tell everybody. Be honest. Work for Pepsi ten years. Work my way up the sales ladder. Have my own sales route. I had like breakdown one night. Text my boss. I said, "His hair was falling out." Bro, I said, "I'm not coming back in." Not coming in tomorrow. And he goes, oh, well, you need to find yourself coverage. I said, no, I don't. You need to find coverage because I'm not coming back at all. I said, I'll go to the other salesman that lives about 15 miles away. I'll give you back my iPhone and my iPad, and I'm never coming back again. I said, consider this my 10-hour resigning. And then I shut my phone off. Never look back. I can attest to it. Best decision I ever made. Yep. If you were at a job that's making you that miserable, you'll find another job. I yeah. promise. I yeah. promise you'll make it. 
yeah. quit that motherfucker. It's not worth the stress. Making somebody else millions of dollars, not worth the stress. Just walk away from that son of a bitch. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And like you were saying, it's right. Like, you get depressed like that, you're your prime target for anything that wants to find a way in. Be it negative entities, other people, all of it. Like your your armor is damaged at that point, and they can weasel their way in. Oh yeah, and not just not just spiritual, otherworldly bullshit. Shitty people. Oh yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. People. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not. Uh, there's no hidden message in that at all. Yeah. People will take advantage of that. Yeah. Yep, that's a hundred percent it. Energy vampires, Jojo. That's that's correct. You need to take care of yourself first. Someone else can stack the fucking soda. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pepsi is unfortunately like unfortunately for you, Pepsi falls really low on my list of priorities. <laughs> yeah, so. that's what I said. <clears throat> like, Noel, you can't do that. Motherfucker, I just just did. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I love when they all right, I gotta answer this call. They keep fucking calling. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hi, lovely beings. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so I heard you say earlier you wanted stories on uh witchcraft. Yeah, let's go. And then it went into self-care, and I was like, God, I am up on all these things. So. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about my wheelhouse tonight. So I was hoping you'd call in. <laughs> I, I heard your little like subtleties <laughs> you who know who we're talking to <laughs> for those of you who don't know it is me JJ Rose hi um okay so Steve obviously I threw you like a little a little bait at one point about this story but I'm gonna start back in the 1960s we're gonna go way back okay so there were a group of white witches in an area somewhat near me, about an hour away. And I knew a couple people in this coven, um, you know, all love and light, healing, good people stuff. And another coven of dark magic practitioner witches was somewhat nearby. And for whatever reason, there was some odd like kerfuffle that ended up happening over a person leaving one coven and going to the other. Well, the leader of the coven for the white witches basically put her foot down and was like, hey, they made the choice to come over to our side, you know, stay in your own lane. And the next morning she woke up and her entire backyard, okay? I want you to think of how big a backyard is. The entire backyard was covered with frogs. Frogs are not native to this region, just so you understand. Like, to the point that they were, like, three deep on the ground everywhere. Gross. That's a lot of frogs. Gross. <laughs> a lot yeah. of frogs. It was just, like, their nasty way of saying F you and witchcraft. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the 90s, in my area, there was a huge 
kind of unknown, untold, obviously I'm telling it now, but it's been years past, um, between white magic practitioners and dark magic practitioners. And it got so bad that during this, there were over like 70 to 80 people who physically died because it was back and forth magic being thrown. And, you know, these are people who have been doing this for like 50 plus years. Like they are, they know their stuff. And it got really, really bad. And it ended with a crescendo of a physical fight on this hillside that exists in our area that they were literally stabbing each other. So imagine the police in the 90s waking up in the morning to call saying there's all these women and men who are like on this hillside and they're thinking it's gang violence and having to explain all these people in like hippie skirts with sage that have stabbed each other and that they needed like 40 or 50 ambulances. Gosh, that's what I was thinking yeah. when you were talking about. It. I'm like, this is straight up the gang war. This is what yeah. this is what's happening right now. And they come Imagine to find out they just, they just come to blows with knives. They're like, we're just gonna stab each other. <laughs> we oh, were yeah. talking on this. Just... She's like, I'm gonna have to tell you about the witch war of the 90s someday. I'm like, do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people know about it, and it was something that honestly the cops had to kind of cover up because there were so many people asking questions about how did all these random people end up on this like weird bare hillside together and it very clearly was not a gang war yeah it was it was absolutely wild so stuff like that does happen it doesn't happen so much anymore because you have so many different solitary practitioners and they just kind of stick to themselves which is more what i do but you know coven stuff does happen it, it, I don't know why in the 60s and the 90s it was so out of control, but honestly, like, we live in a world world. Do you guys have time for me to tell one weird story that happened two nights ago? Yes. Let's okay, go. awesome. I just don't want to overstay my welcome. Um, so two nights ago, night before Halloween, I am out on my porch, as usual, and it's dark. I'm lighting my little pumpkins up. And I could see so many spirits around. I honestly, it felt like it was Times Square at rush hour. That's how many spirits were just around, right? Just chaotically, just so many. Minding their own business, doing their own things, but just around. And I have my protection around my house and my property. And I, for whatever reason, in my head say, you know, there's so many of you around. Some of you are looking at me. If any of you have something that you want to you know talk about or show and i don't even finish the thought and someone comes out of the fence line and just stands in front of this bush so all i see are a pair of feet under this bush and then i'm like okay well that's like really odd timing and i'm waiting for them to move and they don't move and then I'm thinking, well, this is going to be really awkward, like if they're going to pee in my bush, right? Because I'm literally standing in the dark staring at them. And I kind of realized, okay, they're not doing anything. Like they're not peeing. They don't have a dog with them. Like I, I don't understand what's happening. And so I basically put out my protection a little bit more, just, you know, throw some light at it. And all of a sudden they walk the way that they came. And this is after me having this insane woman who 
one day walked up in front of my house. She would walk towards the house, take her glasses off and stare at the house like she had never seen a house before in her life. And then I looked at her and I was like, hi. And she says nothing. And then she would walk in reverse and then basically turn around and walk backwards with her head straight down the street. So after this entire weird encounter, I was like, that's really odd. Like, I don't know this woman. I've never seen her in the neighborhood before. And I started like walking in the neighborhood to see if I could find her. Never saw her again. And a couple, like a month or two later, I go outside. I'm on the phone with somebody. And as I open the door, she's in front of my house. And she goes, there she is. Like screams at top of her lungs. And I scream and kind of jump. And then she literally puts her glasses back on, turns forward, and then moonwalks away from my house. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> like, I feel like I need to physically reenact what happened because it was so absolutely insane and odd. But, I mean... I, no one and and okay here's the even trippier part i have cameras in front of my house and my neighbor does too they're motion activated and when i go out of the house i'm i trigger it automatically and i have a safety mechanism because if i come out and someone's out there i want to be able to trigger it to record them so the first time she did this i triggered it three times trying to record this weirdness that she was doing and when i went back in the tape there's nothing there. I said tape, you know, whatever it's called, the the machine, the yeah, computer yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so my neighbor, who my husband had seen her do this a couple houses down because she was looking at every house before she got to ours. My neighbor has like 18 cameras. Like her place is like SWAT teamed up, right, with cameras. And I asked her, because they're constantly rolling, can you go around this time and just see if you can catch this woman nothing on hers either what? so when she came around the second time and screamed at me and did the whole like there she is like she was waiting for me i checked on the camera again she didn't show up that's fucking weird that is weird do you and honestly it reminds me perfectly of this one incident that happened in the mothman prophecy book there was this weird man who comes in the office. He's acting weird. The lady gives him a pen. He goes, can I have this? And she goes, sure. And he does this big whoop and then like giggles and like runs down the street backwards. I'm going to be scared of anybody that can run down the street backwards. Do you especially do you, looking forward? Yeah, that's what I mean. Do you think she was a physical being? She looked pretty darn physical, but the fact she didn't show up on two different camera systems is weird, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, weird. and my husband saw her, too, the first time, because we were both, like, looking at her, and, and I even said, hello, like, hello, nothing. That's Until she weird. came back that second time and screamed at me, and I was like, oh, my God. That is bizarre. Yeah. So... Twiz, because I see I see you in the in the comments like we're talking about crackheads are wild. They are absolutely wild, but I can tell you this like this wasn't mental illness. This wasn't she was super high. 
the weird thing about her is she was in very earth tone colors, but like normal clothes you would see someone walking in. The only weird part is she was so thin, like abnormally thin, that it almost didn't look like someone like her should be able to walk the way that she was walking. Because like she's so weight, like it looked like if if a breeze blows, she's just going to fly away. Did you Which probably just backs up what Twiz is saying about being in crackhead? No, no, that does. That does. You're actually ticking more boxes toward that. But right. Did you feel like I know you said she startled you when she started screaming, but did you feel anything like negative coming from her in your interactions? Like anything that kind of set off your radar? Like this probably isn't good. What set off my radar is why is this woman looking at our house as if she's never seen a house in her life? Like the the facial response of how she was looking was the way we would look at something we've never seen before. That was just like mind blowing to us. That's weird. The whole thing was weird. Yeah, I, another question is kind of uh, kind of off base, but also on base. Do you do you find yourself like, for lack of a better term, as as a target? for nefarious stuff like considering what you're what you're able to do and stuff does that make you more like make you a target for for negative weird shit not always because i'm i'm respectful and i'm really good at my protections but i do notice like when i'm about to go into a big project or when i'm going to start working with someone who's going to either open up quickly or someone who's going to be doing big work in kind of the realm that I do, I notice that the attacks start coming. So basically ever since Fortean, I've been getting my butt whooped. And that's why I take basically took the last like week and a half off because I needed things to calm down. It got really bad after Fortean, just so you guys know. Like that Sunday, it was awful when we left. I had a bad Sunday too. Yeah. And brother John had said he had some wonky feelings as well, but without going into the whole story, I'll basically just say there was an incident at the serpent mound and it got so bad that it almost became physical. And I had to literally put my hands up and walk away to make sure that, I mean, whatever jumped into this person was ready to throw hands. And I know better. I ended up going to the rock shop right after. And I was pretty emotional because, you know, that was out of left field. And my reaction to it was so giant in this. You know, you guys were talking about mental health and, you know, people who act recklessly with their gifts are a reason potentially why people do bad things to themselves, right? There have been situations. And so when I went to the rock shop, I knew that I was supposed to go there. And luckily the owner is this beautiful man and he was exactly what I needed. And I ended up with a meteorite. I told him I was there for something and he gave me a meteorite, but he also gave me a huge hug and let me know that three days before at the Serpent Mound, somebody unfortunately had made a decision that you can't unmake if you guys catch my drift. Oh, shit. I did hear about that. 
Yeah. And so he was feeling that the energy I was picking up of being so emphatic about using your gifts wisely and responsibly was because of picking up that energy. And that when this person basically let this thing in and started to attack me, it was that a lot of that energy. I'm not going to lie. I totally lost today. I was crying and I had a whole, you know, wonderful meltdown um, hugs and got a meteorite at the rock shop and it turned out beautiful, but it was rough, you guys. And ever since it's, it's been rough. So for all of you out there, you know, the world is kind of an ugly and rough place at times. And if you need to limit your news or you need to limit your consumption of, you know, certain shows or certain content, do that if it's for your mental health and your physical health. That's everything. A job is a job. Like you guys were saying, you can always go get another job. Might not pay the best or whatever, but if you need to take a sick day for your mental health, don't feel bad. Yep. I agree. <clears throat> Quality of life goes over a paycheck a hundred times. Thousand percent. Yeah. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Yeah. And you you guys were pretty adamant about trying to get me to go to the Serpent Mound that day. Hmm. <laughs> to be honest if you had gone if you had gone and witnessed what went down i think you would have had fodder to talk about for days it sounds like i would have probably gotten a fight probably no no i think you would have done what the other witness did which is just back up and be like what is happening right now (laughs) because it was wild i mean absolutely wild like I'm, I'm a strong personality but i'm not like let's throw hands in a public place personality <laughs> for absolutely no reason so. yeah 14 was 14 was wild it was but it was also a really beautiful time i adore you guys i adore the show if you ever have any haters or anyone sends you nasty emails, feel free to send them on over to me and I'll, I'll write a nice response. <laughs> I love it. I love Let's it. appreciate it. <laughs> love you guys. Love everyone in the chat. I really, really appreciate how everyone has embraced me in this community. You guys have created this amazing, amazing group of people that have gotten together and rallied around. I really feel that, again, that needs to be commended. It's so beautiful, and it's because both of you are these wonderful, beautiful people, and you make that happen because light attracts light. Sometimes a few moths, but, you know, moths are pretty, too. <laughs> I I appreciate that, and I know I'm not going to speak for Kyle, but I know that he does, too. It's it's good to hear Yeah, that we're making a little bit of a difference and creating a community that everybody can be in and just feel comfortable in okay a little bit of a difference i've seen your guys's discord that's huge (laughs) you put a big old dent in the world with some goodness so thank you congratulations and love you guys much love thank you so much well jj be careful out there amen to that you all do Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If I see that lady again, I'm going to start taking pictures this time. Oh, and (laughs) And look uh, for the mothership. I'm not here to like 
step on step on your toes or anything, but if you if you would want to put out your Discord, please feel free because I know that they, you're doing some awesome stuff over there. I didn't know if that was like kind of a invitation only thing or however you want to do that, but Aww. I didn't want to step on anyone else's toes because you guys have created these wonderful discords and I don't want to look like I'm like trying to poach anybody, but <sighs> I did start my own discord. It's for people who listen to my channel who have gifts, who have questions. It's a really, really safe place for people to ask questions and also really to be support for each other because waking up is hard to do. And if you guys would like, just go ahead and message me on Discord or you can email me and I'll send you the invitation. It's JJ Rose's Happy Haven, I think. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you guys want to be on there and you want, if you have gifts, if you're waking up, and you'd like some added support and just to know that you're not alone in the world, please come on over. We would love, love the company and love more input because together we make everything better. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's, really it's important. That. It's important what you're doing over there to help, especially people that are starting to get in tune with this and not, and don't know what to do with it. Don't know where to start. I think it's, it's, it's important yeah. to have some guidance. I had so many people wake up so quickly recently, like quick, quick. And also a lot of people come up and tell me that they don't have anybody to talk to that's into this stuff. And that made my heart hurt because I'm so blessed to have so many accepting, beautiful people in my life. So if I can create a space for everybody, why not? Yep. I, I, cause Thank I just kind of lurk over there and just read and watch the interactions <laughs> and stuff. And it's, it's, it's important. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for that shout out. That means a lot to me. Thank you again for everything that you guys are doing. And the end of Hellfire Farm, the message, both of you, I, want to swear so bad but i'm not going to both of you nailed it <laughs> you flipping nailed it okay i just i i loved it i think i listened to the end like on repeat five times so <laughs> amazing and your last interview as well um with the native american gentleman oh yes Sean it's now part of my required listening material yeah. so he, awesome. he is He's such a good dude. You can just tell by just just talking to him. Like he's solid. He's yeah. a solid dude. And there were so many pearls of wisdom in that episode alone. That wow! Again, my heart's just beaming. You guys make me smile so much. I love you all so much. <laughs> <laughs> we Thank you again. You, Thank you so much. I don't want to take up all your time, and I know you guys got to go to bed, but I love you all. Thank you so incredibly much, and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. You as well. Absolutely. Okay, bye guys. See ya. Stay safe out there. <laughs> you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, it's, it's almost 10 o'clock. I know. I got a uh, a story, quick story to tell. I'm not not I'm not telling the story to take shots. <laughs> I'm a preface. It's, it's a serious story, though. It I really is. I feel like when you start it like that, no, because I don't, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody if if this was completely benign. But it's more of a PSA 
than anything. Okay. So we were out and it just it sprung in my mind because of what JJ was saying about the lady walking Michael Jackson moonwalking around and shit. So I didn't witness a moonwalker. I'm gonna throw that out there. However, that's terrifying. Like if that was if that's becoming its own cryptid, like a, yeah. a moonwalker. Yeah, yeah. We we got the name. We got it. Damn. But anyways, so I'm out. We're out trick or treating, right? And you know, I like when you go trick or treating with your kids. Uh, there's a big neighborhood in Jerseyville that, uh, like almost every, a, a bunch of the houses in this little subdivision hand out candy so much so that it's, it's a thing where, um, the police will bar off the entryways into the subdivision. Cause just almost everybody in town goes there. So they'll put, you know, gates up so people don't drive through there and everything. And just, it's a big ordeal. So, you, you go in there and like, it's almost like you, you form these little groups un, unknowingly, right? Like it's you and your family. And then another family is kind of hitting the same houses with you as you go. You know, it, not that you're affiliated with each other, just timing. Well, the boy, we, we met up with a, a couple other families and the boys were boys. They just took off like maniacs, but the other parents we're watching all of the boys. I couldn't keep up because I had my little daughter with me. And so I'm trying to help her, you know, go up to the houses and what have you. But some weird shit started to happen. I noticed it extremely fast, but I'm a pretty, I'm a, I'm a pretty observant person. I like to pay attention when I'm out and about people will think I'm staring at them or I'm, doing this i'm always looking around always trying to feel out the, the I call it s- sizing up yeah pretty much so i'm a lot of the a lot of the houses my daughter is wanting me to hold her hand and go up to the door the door with her it's fine but there are a couple where she's comfortable enough to um go up by herself i'm in the driveway i'm not far behind <clears throat> but i let her do her thing you know trying to help her build a little bit of confidence and being comfortable and i notice we kind of we kind of grouped up with these people don't have a clue who they are but i noticed this one person stick out and i only noticed them because they every time me and my daughter would separate this person would put themselves in front of me like trying to create space between my daughter and me so they're constantly trying to like step in front of me and i'm like what in the fuck are you doing like i'm not saying nothing but i'll i'll sidestep them go around them and i'm look i look at them they never ever 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 looked my way at all and the fucked up thing is that it was an elderly woman and i only found out because he had a space of her hand come exposed between the glove and her jacket. And you could see the wrinkles on her hand, right? This lady had a fucking mask on. Like one of those purge masks with the the LEDs in them and shit. And the more you pay attention, 
the more you pay attention to this lady, she had no kids in the group. Oh, dude, I was going to say, she didn't have a kid, did she? Nope. And get this. Here's, here's the fucked up part. This isn't even the fucked up part. So I've already noticed this person. And I've noticed how they keep kind of blocking me off. So I, I'm sticking closer to my daughter. I'm paying very, very close attention at this point. But it's so much so. My wife notices. My wife brings it up. And I'm like, I've been watching this person for a hot minute. I notice I know I notice what they're doing. And I'm I don't know if there's anything behind it. I have no fucking clue. It gets so much so to the point. My three year old notices. And my three year old goes, Why is that person following us? Loud enough for that person to hear. And guess what happens? That person doesn't follow us anymore. That's fucked up. They, as soon as that happened, they stopped right where they were and stood in the road looking at their phone and we never saw them again. That's, that's so weird. Because my first, like, my first initial reaction when you started the story, I'm like, we live in a fairly small town. It's not yeah. tiny, but it's it's small enough to where you know people. I'm like, yeah. well, chances are, if it's in the same subdivision that you're there, you probably go to school with the kids. Like, who was it? But then you said it was an old woman with a purge mask. What? Yeah. Bro, yeah, that's and, and that's, that's what's fucked up is, like, because everything inside you, you could tell that it was a woman by her stature. And the clothes that she was wearing. She's wearing like a, almost like a long peat coat style jacket. It was like plaid, but it was a longer one. And they were very thin, very petite. Uh, probably, probably my height. And if, like I said, at first I thought maybe it was just somebody had a kid in the group. Because there was, you know, my daughter and then there was probably... Four other kids that were in this like little group that was hit simultaneously hit in the same house. It's just timing. It wasn't nothing on purpose. And then you start paying attention to her and the other and the other group that's there. And you realize that all four of them kids are with those two other parents that are there because they end up breaking off. Almost like when we did when we broke off from that one person following us because she just dead stopped. Dude. Did, was, was anybody in the groups interacting with her? Like, no, like, no, what? no. And it looked like when she stopped, it looked like she was starting to FaceTime somebody, but I couldn't really tell cause I kept moving. But everything in your, everything in your head is telling you, Oh, it's just a, a grandma going with the group or, you know what I mean? Like it's, Oh Yeah. You're not, you don't want to accept the nefarious. It's always there. You push right. it back. You know, you always, right. you don't, you don't want to put the worst in people out front. Dude, that is so weird story, right? Weird. Right. So weird. Absolutely. JJ asked, did you see what kind of shoes she had on? I didn't. I was, I was more trying to pay attention to the face. Yeah. 
um, and the hand and what her hands were doing. As soon as she pulled that phone out, I started getting on her phone. I was, I was looking at the phone to see what she was going to start accessing. Dude, that's so. And it looked like she was trying to FaceTime somebody. That's so weird. Yeah. I wonder if anybody else around town had any, had any issues. I don't know. I, I hope not. I hope not. It, but it's just, like I said, and you don't know. You don't know if maybe she was a grandma. Maybe she, but I don't know. I don't know. It, everything pans out that she was 100% alone walking through that neighborhood. Is it the one by the hospital? Yeah. Yep. Dude, yeah, it's right across the street from the hospital. always packed. Packed. Like it's like I said, so much so that the police actually bring barricades and barricade the roads off to that neighborhood. It's so weird. JJ, I don't know that that maybe that was a thing. I I don't I don't know. She didn't um, conversate with anybody. She just kind of stayed pace with our group. So maybe she did kind of wasn't paying attention and got caught up with us and was like, oh shit, but. Yeah, yeah, Twiz, you you want to see the wrath of everything. Try oh. to hit, mess with my baby girl. The whole story has much more red flags than green flags. I I agree. And and that's why I'm that's why I kind of prefaced the way I did cuz if it was just somebody being innocent, then I apologize. I'm not trying to fucking throw shade at somebody who's out there being innocent. But once again, PSA, pay attention when you're out there because you don't know what is actually going on. It's so weird. You need to, you need to call radio rental and put that story on there. Think so? Yes. I mean, I will. A hundred percent. And then we need to get rain Wilson on our show. That's a flop. (laughs) Yeah. That's weird. Weird story. It is a okay. As as an adult, it's acceptable to wear a Halloween mask if you're going around with your children. Hundred percent. Play the part. Hundred percent. If you are an adult with no children, walking around in a group of children wearing Halloween masks, just hanging out. That's. Kind of weird. weird. Not kinda. Hundred percent. Yeah. And like I said, by just by like seeing this much of her hand, maybe it was her whole hand. I don't quite remember. But seeing like seeing the age on the hand, like that woman was frail. And like if she had nefarious plans, I mean, think about it. Like you see me every day, Steve. You She's not going to do anything to me. Yeah. Not that I'm the baddest motherfucker around. But the fact that you have the nuts to like position yourself in front of me. Yeah. It's almost like, like it's, it, that's not her first rodeo. It was, it was weird, man. And I hope, man, I fucking hope that I'm wrong. I hope that it wasn't anything at all. Because if it was like a teenager, 12, 13 years old, like that, that's different. You know, yeah. they're still at that age where trick-or-treating is still kind of cool. You get free candy, right, yeah. you know, 
Yeah. But like what? Yep. Yep. And that's and that's another thing that I've just like uh, as far as the PSA is concerned, like um I've, it's been popping up in my feed, which is fucking weird. But uh for the women out there, pay attention to your surroundings. I saw a video today of a woman who got scared because this big ass van massive parking lot huge van pulls up right next to her so much they pull up so much that the sliding door is right next to her driver door and the woman's walking out of the walgreens and she goes nope turns around goes back in and has an employee walk her out to her car as soon as the lady gets in her car and the because she told the employee like i'm i'm worried about going out here yada 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 the employee starts to circle the van to go up to the door where there's a man sitting. As soon as this begins to happen, he backs out of the parking spot and drives away. Yep. And it's like, what the hell is going on? What is wrong with people? Yep. But everybody needs to be vigilant. You know, don't let your guard down Mm -hmm. in them circumstances. And like Virgil said, your, your gut, trust your gut, your gut. hundred percent. Hundred percent intuition for a reason. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Dude, like I watch, I watch a lot of true crime and missing missing people documentaries. And there was a teenage gal, I think she was nineteen or something, uh, went into a Target, broad daylight, broad daylight, walking out to her car. Some dude with a gun takes her, gone. Packed ass parking lot. Yeah, it's. It sucks. It sucks that everybody, you have to be on your toes like that. <clears throat> but yep. that's, that's exactly just, it. It's size in people. the world. Yeah, in the world that we live, you especially with you know you women out there and the children, you have to be fucking vigilant. Which is and horrible. it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it's not cool. It's 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 beyond unfortunate. Like unfortunate is not even a fair enough word. Yep, it's horrible. It is, but everybody just stay vigilant. Try to stay positive and fucking yep. and be like be like that lady. You ever get fucking sussed out by anything? Go get some help. Exactly. Don't don't five fucking, times out of ten somebody will walk you to your car. Yeah, and and nine. You know what? I'll even be fair. Nine times out of ten, it's not going to be anything. It's mm-hmm. it'll just be you overreacting the situation. But there's always that one chance. Most of the people will be stoked to just get out of the building. <laughs> That's fucking facts. That's facts. Yeah. It's a weird, it's, it's yep. a scary place and it has nothing to it do is. with the paranormal. Absolutely. It's a scary ass world. Absolutely. Absolutely. But on that note, what a shitty note to end on. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. No, I think it's important. It's important to put that out there. That's weird, bro. You need to. It was definitely weird. You need to. I think you do. I think you need to call Radio Rental. Get it. Get it lined out where where all like all your facts are ready to rock and roll. Put that out there. I think they'll put it on the show because that's some of the creepiest shit that I've heard in a while. It's fucking weird, man. Yeah, and sucks. Hundred percent. Yeah. But all right, Hollow Cult. It is ten o'clock here at the Hollow Cult Compound. So we're gonna wrap her up. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Thanks for all the good conversation. Thanks for letting us vent for the first 40 minutes of the show. Um, 
chat's always wonderful. Love all you guys. Support all of our content creator friends over here. Everybody that pops in, you know the deal. Support them. Just keep keep the community growing. Please. Keep taking care of everybody in the community. And uh, till we meet again, stay safe. Stay weird. Take care of one another. It's not hard. It's just as easy to be kind as it is to be shitty. <laughs> <laughs>